What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Carbs and Confidence podcast. This is Caroline. And this is Sam. And we're here to just catch up with you guys a little bit. And we got a question on our 21 questions last podcast that we did. And the question was, how are y'all such bad bitches? And since it's such a burning question, we felt like we should do a whole episode on our self-confidence journeys. Yeah, I think that this is such a good question. It's a question that I love answering because I think Caroline and I both collectively have been on a self-discovery journey the past, like, even just the past year has been very transformative for the both of us. Actually, earlier today, we she sent a picture to me of, like, a year ago, what she looked like a year ago, and I was like, holy shit, like we look completely different. The glow up is insane. And it's not even just from like learning how to do better makeup, hair, cosmetic procedures, whatever it may be. It's literally just like we're glowing from the inside out. And I think it just has to do a lot from the self-discovery and self-confidence journey that we've been on together. And um, I think a lot of the times when people talk about this topic, it sounds like all rainbows and butterflies and like, oh, you know, like just don't care what other people think. And like, you're a bad bitch no matter what, but, like, this journey was fucking hard. Like, probably the hardest, one of the hardest years of my life, but the most rewarding year. So, yeah, I think I just want to preface it with, like, self-discovery and self-confidence journeys are not rainbows and butterflies. They fucking suck, and you're going to lose people that you thought were going to be in your life forever. You're going to... see new chapters of your life open up that you never thought or chapters close in your life that you never thought would close and then new chapters open up that you never thought would come and it's just a very transformative time um for you I actually I actually made a post about this the other day of like the butterfly doesn't like a caterpillar doesn't turn into a butterfly without first going into a cocoon and absolutely falling apart from everything that it's ever known in order to become this beautiful butterfly. So you sometimes just like have to fall apart in order to become the human that you're supposed to be. I 100% agree with all of that. And I feel like there was a point in my life where my earth was quite literally shattered. And that's what really was the catalyst for my personal, personal development, self-confidence journey. So What do you think that moment was for you, Sam? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know if I could pinpoint an exact, like, moment, but I think it's a bunch of cumulative moments that have all built up to where I am today. But I think one of the biggest catalysts was just towards the beginning of this year, um, just kind of... I don't know. I feel like a lot of me just started to transform into somebody that I've always wanted to be, but I never knew how to embrace. And a lot of it came from me dropping and figuring out what I'm aligned with and not aligned with. And um, I think that it also caused me to mourn a past version of myself. And so I did feel I did get very depressed at some moments in time because I did mourn past moments in my life. And from what I've learned throughout my degree and getting my degree in psychology, that's completely fucking normal. Like people are supposed to mourn 
their past selves because we're supposed to change and transform. And if we don't mourn the person that we once were, we're never going to be happy with where we are today. And so I think that a lot of the mourning that I was in, I didn't really see the beauty that was coming from it. And so I, I was in, I was probably in a depression for like four or five months out of this year alone, just from changing so much. And, um, I think that that was a big catalyst for me is just, I think one of the biggest catalysts, honestly, was starting to work at the club. Um, it was just a huge catalyst for me to just figure out, like, it wasn't even just the whole act of, like, dancing in general. It was just me doing something that not a lot of people understood and not a lot of people approved of and me just doing it for myself and finding happiness in that was a huge catalyst for me because I realized that I can do something that makes me happy and I don't have to have the approval of others in order to do that and that was just a huge turning point for me because then I started to just align all of my other actions with doing things that fulfilled me rather than fulfilled other people and if you know me I am a extremely empathetic person to a fault and so I have always thought about other people before myself and this was one thing that I did that I didn't think about anybody else before I did it and it just proved to me that the people in my life who stayed around and supported me are the ones who were supposed to be there anyway and the people who didn't left so it was just like a really transformative part from or part of time for me and action for me that I didn't think would be so freaking transformative but it was. I could definitely see that. However, I think that your journey actually started sooner just from being an objective point of view and being mm-hmm. one of my best friends. Like I think it started when you came to visit me at the end of 2020 and we had a photo shoot and we were just really planning out like the launch of our business and you were just really struggling with your health. I remember you mm-hmm. had an endometriosis attack and I feel like that was really the turning point for you that you're like, okay, I need to get my physical self under control. And once you started to feel better, it started to pour out into other areas of your life. And you started to realize who you wanted to be because <laughs> that endometriosis attack, man, that was so scary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so bad. And mind you guys, her fiance, Jake, and I were two pitchers of skinny margs deep. Mm-hmm. We were absolutely gone. And poor Sam was at this Mexican restaurant just, like, walking around trying to survive. And Jake and I were like, bro, we don't know what's going on. So- oh, my gosh. That was the worst. And I was literally doubled over in pain. And I remember looking at Jake and I was like, stop drinking. I need you right now. And he's like, okay, one second. And then he proceeds to chug the rest of the fucking skinny margarita. <laughs> And you were laughing about it. Both of you were just laughing about it. But Jake got his karma because he puked all over Caroline's parents' bathroom. So he got the karma. (laughs) But yes, I totally agree with that too. Like my health was in such a shitty place. And when I finally got the surgery that I needed and um, my health started to improve, I started to slowly align my actions with improving as well. Um, I think a crazy thing is I was looking through pictures today and I'm like, you look at pictures of yourself and you just remember that time that you were in and you're like, I look so happy, but I remember being so sad at this time. And it just kind of Mm -hmm. like breaks your heart for past you, but it also just makes you so 
grateful for what you have now. And I was looking at the pictures from when I did go visit you at the end of 2020. And I was like, damn, I was really fucking struggling and trying not to show it. And Mm -hmm. now I'm like, now look at where I am today. Like that is crazy. And I feel like we were both in a similar position at that time because I had just a couple months ago gone through a really hard breakup. Like the breakup happened right before the pandemic, literally the week that the world shut down. So I didn't have anybody to go hang out with. I couldn't go out and try and meet new people. I quite literally had to sit with myself and my feelings and just mourn the loss of that relationship. But since you were talking, I really think it was mourning the ideal of what I thought my life would look like Mm -hmm. and coming to the realization that that was never meant for me anyway that I was never meant to stay stagnant and not push myself that I want to go just so that I could accommodate other people, that I could make my family happy by building a family and raising kids by them, that I wouldn't have a life that accommodated my potential spouse's job and career as opposed to mine and not prioritizing myself. Absolutely. I think that compromise is huge. That's not what I'm saying at all, but I was consistently trapped in this cycle of trying to meet other people's needs and belittling my own growth and potential. So I think that it was also kind of mourning the death of who I thought that was and me growing into who I currently am and am becoming progressively every single day. So I feel like you truly have to break that and you have to kind of get broken a little bit so that you can then use that as a catalyst to come forward and launch yourself into that space of creativity and growth and authenticity. And this morning I sent a picture to Samantha of me ago and like I look fine, I look happy, but I know that genuinely I was not fully my authentic self and I wasn't everything that I knew I wanted to be or that I could be. And I was really just struggling with a lack of identity and knowing who I was in myself. And it like, she's completely right. It really is so hard and it sucks to sit with that and then be able to feel all of those feelings because feelings were never a thing for me growing up. I repressed every emotion because I didn't want anybody to hurt me. I didn't want anyone to touch that part of my soul. I had so many walls up around my heart and I it caused me to lash out on other people. Like I would actually take out that repression and project it onto others so that if they even thought about trying to argue with me, trying to make me feel bad, trying to hurt me, I would just hurt them to the point where like they didn't want to talk to me because then they couldn't hurt me. And that was never, never a good way to live. And I learned so much about myself and when I started allowing myself to just accept who I was and really become more empathetic and see other people's 
viewpoints and try and really understand their feelings and showing them love. I was able to show myself love. And by showing myself love, I was able to become more self-aware and be able to show other people love. So I know that it is a personal development journey, but no man is an island. And I feel like both you and I going through this journey together, even though it was different and it was separate, we still were always there to push each other on to do what's best for us and move forward regardless of what anyone else thought, regardless of what I thought about your decisions, regardless of what you thought about my decisions. We were still there to be like, all right, whatever you want, dude, you fucking for it. If you need anything, call me. I'll be there at 3 a.m. But we will just ride or die for each other solely based on the fact that we love each other unconditionally. And the fact that we can love each other through all of those things, we're able to then internalize it and build ourselves back up. For sure. You're you're going to make me have like little tears in my eyes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um yeah, I think I think just like the biggest part of like a self-discovery journey in general is just really getting to know yourself and I I'm the kind of person who I did not want to know myself like I tried to numb that by being around other people all the time I tried to like be there for other people I was never the kind of person who would like quote-unquote like burden other people with like my issues or something like that and so I would just be there to listen to other people and I think a big thing for me that came out of it was just me allowing myself to be vulnerable and to be somebody who did need help and who did want to grow. And I think a lot of the times it's also hard too, because I'm the kind of person I'm also just like, I don't always like to admit when I'm wrong. And um, I literally hate admitting when I'm wrong. So whenever I realize that I'm wrong, like I try to do anything I can to like fucking cover it up. And I think a big thing about self-discovery is also just learning to love your faults and learning to admit to them and learning to just be, have like, what is the word that I'm thinking of? Um, Oh my God, what is it called? Giving Radical ownership, memory. ownership of your, of your shit. Because we all, none of us are perfect human beings. None of us, um, you know, honestly, nobody, nobody on this earth, not even nobody who's ever walked this earth has any idea what the fuck they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows how to navigate life. We're all on our own unique journeys and we're all trying to figure this shit out ourselves. And we all make mistakes. We all hurt people. We all do things that aren't, you know, the best, but we have to learn how to take ownership of those. And we have to learn how to move on from it and learn from it. And I think that was another big thing for me is just recognizing and being vulnerable in the fact that I do shit that isn't, you know, the best and I can own up to it and I can work to improve it. Um, and then also just like taking responsibility for 
everything that I do. And honestly, recognizing that some of the actions that you do are going to hurt other people. And you have to take ownership of that and recognize that sometimes you're going to hurt other people. And sometimes it just takes being vulnerable and apologizing instead of just trying to rationalize the way that they deserved it or they did this to you. Um, just being vulnerable, I think is like the biggest thing is just allowing yourself to be that in that vulnerable position and um, really work to see the inside of your subconscious and what's going on in there and work to improve yourself. Um, and I think a lot of this does come from work with CBT, therapy, all these things that I have gone through myself and I still go through, I think was a big, big catalyst um, for my self-discovery and my growth as well, because I don't think I would be the person I am today. I do not think I would be where I am today without therapy and without examining my childhood wounds and examining the parts of me I don't want to examine and then working to overcome them. I completely agree. I feel like something that we both struggle with is being able to extend grace to ourselves. And that was a big thing that we had to work on because we were good at forgiving each other or other people, but we are so, or we were so achievement driven and our worth was based on what we accomplished, how many hours we worked, our income, our roster, what other people told us about ourselves and we were able to give other people the empathy and grace but we weren't able to then turn it back on ourselves and internalize that and be able to accept that for us as humans we recognize that everybody else was human everyone else makes mistakes but we weren't able to accept that we were anything less than this idealistic standard of what we thought we had to be and I feel like ditching that standard and just allowing yourself to also recognize that you are human and you are figuring shit out just like you are able to allow other people some grace because they are human and they're still trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing on this planet allows you to forgive yourself and I feel like that was a big thing that I struggled with I could forgive anybody except for myself. And I would harbor these things for months or years. Like I would not let myself forget if I hurt somebody or if I made a wrong decision that impacted anybody negatively. Even if they forgave me, I was not able to then show it to myself because I messed up and I felt so badly that I did that. But allowing yourself to also have that just peace and empathy and compassion for yourself allows you to then just sit and be vulnerable and feel some feelings and when I started to actually feel those feelings and release them out of myself I was able to get to know who I actually was and what my core motivation was at the heart of why I do what I do who I want to be around other people, around my friends, around my family, around my clients, my colleagues, whatever that looks like. And I just truly embraced myself for whatever it was. What 
me just being super duper dorky and not always trying to fit in and like be cool or whatever I would allow myself to go up and just hug other people because I wanted to I would let other people know how awesome they are every day just because it sets my soul on fire to tell other people how amazing that they are I stopped holding myself back of who I was and what fills up my cup and brings my heart unconditional love so that I could show it to other people. And I feel like I show up more authentically, more so as myself when I'm not so hyper fixated on what other people's opinions or thoughts of me were or what their expectations of what I should act like looks like or what I should do with my life or what is quote unquote normal or comfortable for them. Because at the end of the day, you only have you when you lay your head on your pillow at night. So who do you want to be? And are you truly happy with how you lived that day? When you lay your head down at night, did you live your life to the best of your ability? Did I show up fully as Caroline? Did I love on other people that day because that's genuinely what I love to do in my heart and soul. Did I go out of my way to help someone or make their day that day smiling at them by sending them a message telling them I was thinking about them? Did I freaking thank God for this amazing day that I get to wake up on this planet because every day is the best day ever because we will never get another one of them? It just allows you to release all of the things that are weighing you down and preventing you from really growing into who you want to be in this world. And then that allows you to pour that out onto other people. And I feel like that has translated so much into our business recently so that we're able to show that to our clients because we have the most badass company culture I have ever Seen. We have the most confident women on our team, and I know that they're inspired by us taking that time to work on personal development and really growing ourselves so that we can pour into them and empower them to do the same thing. For sure. Yeah, so I think probably the biggest thing also for me is just, again, reiterating what Caroline said, just kind of doing and being and acting how you really want to and embracing the the version of you that you really want to be. I know that my whole life I have always tried to, I'm very good at masking and I'm very good at forming myself into being the version of myself that will make the people that I'm around comfortable. So I would... Um, be a different person for one group of people and be a completely different person for another group of people based on what would make them comfortable, what would make them happy, um, et cetera, et cetera. And whenever I started to really just embrace the human that I am and just be who I want to be. And did I lose people because of that? Yes. Uh, but the thing is, is like, they weren't meant to be in my life anyway, if they can't accept me and love me for who I am as fully myself and the past year I have felt fully myself more so than I ever have in my entire life and not everybody has approved of the decisions that I've made not everybody loves 
the version of me that I am now. And that's okay. I can still care for people. I can still love them from a distance. And I don't want anybody to just like me because of this version of myself that I'm portraying to make them comfortable. I want people to like me because I am fully myself and they love who I am as a person and as a human being. So I, even just the past couple of months, I just decided, you know what, like, fuck it. I'm done trying to appease everybody. I'm done trying to please the the masses and appease people around me and do what I think I quote unquote should do to make other people feel comfortable. And I started to do what truly made me happy. And, you know, whenever you do try, whenever you do start to do what truly makes you happy, does it sometimes go against societal standards? Yes. Does it, is it sometimes really fucking scary? Yes. But at the same time, again, nobody knows what we're doing in this life. Nobody has the, who set the standard for what is quote unquote normal, who set the standard for what we should and shouldn't do, shouldn't, shouldn't act like, act like it's totally up to us. We have the, the ability to write our own stories, write our own rule books. And as long as you're not hurting anybody else, then fucking go for it. Like, just do the thing that you've always wanted to do. And I always remember sitting and thinking, wow, I wish I could, I'd scroll through social media and be like, I wish I could be as happy as her. I wish I could do those things that she's doing. I wish I could be as confident as her. And one day I decided, you know what? I'm just going to do that. And sometimes the age old quote, fake it till you make it. Like sometimes you got to just kind of like fake that shit and just keep pushing forward because what you speak and bring into the world is what's going to become your reality. So if you are constantly, um, you know, acting and portraying and being this person that you really truly want to be, your life is going to change into that. But if you're sitting there wishing and not aligning your actions with it, and this is kind of where like manifestation comes into play. And I know a lot of people say manifestation is like woo woo shit, but there's actually like, it's actually proven psychologically. If you think and align your actions with the things that you really want and put that out into the world, then it's going to come back to you because you are aligning yourself and your actions with that. Of course, if you're just saying, I want a million dollars or a million dollars is going to come to me and you're not doing anything about it, then of course a million dollars isn't going to fall onto your lap. But if you're saying I'm going to have a million dollars and you start aligning yourself with those actions and you start, you know, working really fucking hard, you could have a million dollars. Um, so that's the thing is you have to align your actions with the person that you are wanting to be. And that's really truly where a lot of self-confidence comes from. That's how you embrace and become the baddest bitch that you possibly can, because you are embodying that and you are aligning your actions with that person. And being a bad bitch and self-confidence looks different for every single person. So, you know, what looks like a bad bitch for me is not going to look like a bad bitch for Caroline. Like everybody is going to have their own unique perspectives on that. And you are the one who gets to decide how your bad bitchery is going to look for you. I love that. The bad bitchery. Bad 100 bitchery. The bad bitchery. And I think that that's what's beautiful about this life is that we all get to be exactly who we are as long as you choose to be. So Sam gets to do what she wants with her life and she loves it. And she 
goes and she fucks it up at the club and she just has genuine fun with herself and that's what that looks like for her for me I am the squishiest human you will ever know I want to just shower love on other people and I genuinely just want to help them learn to love themselves and learn to see how amazing they are on this planet like I don't even care if my clients are more successful than me like I genuinely just want everybody to reach their highest freaking potential like there is no competition on this planet there is no competition between people whatever your happiest and most authentic self looks like is what you should go for so screw standards screw comparison you don't have to line up you like what you think your most confident self looks like based on someone else on social media that are living their best lives like my best life will not look like sam's best life her best life will not look like anyone else's on social media and that's okay because again at the end of the day you being a bad bitch all comes from what's in your soul like what does your soul want what makes your soul happy what sets your soul on fire and that's what we need to do more of because the more that we start putting ourselves in places that we allow our fullest expression of ourselves to come out and radiate onto this world the more that we're going to embody that every single day and just like sam said you like sometimes you do have to fake it till you make it and imposter syndrome doesn't go away happens in any aspect of life and it definitely happens with your identity you feel like you have to conform you feel like you have to please other people you feel like you can't be as happy as her you feel like you can't be as hot as her you feel like you could never exude that kind of confidence but I promise you you can it just may look different so the minute that you stop comparing yourself to what you think an ideal looks like what you think a standard looks like what you think is going to make other people see that you're genuinely happy. That's the minute that you start actually living in the fullest expression of yourself and really embodying your authenticity. Mic drop, my dude. Mic yeah, I think drop. that's all we got. That's bad bitchery 101. That's bad bitchery 101 right there. Right there. I mean, I don't know if I could put it into any other terms we kind of expanded on it the most we could <laughs> absolutely but just watching our journeys over the past year like i'm just proud of us and our growth and how we're letting it translate into pouring into our clients and our business and helping other women embrace their bad bitchery because that's what sets my soul on fire and I hope that this resonated with some of you guys, gave you the courage to bite the bullet, to wear that sexy ass skirt because you feel like it, to take that leap of faith and apply for that job or make that decision, end that relationship, whatever that looks like for you. I hope that this empowers you to start embracing everything that you are and school and everything else as long as you're loving on other people 
as long as you are living in your most authentic state and it's not at the expense of hurting everyone else, you fuck it up, sis. Exactly. Fuck it up, sis. Those are the words that we shall leave you with today. So, yeah, just, um, you know, again, I am Sam or Samantha Liz with three underscores on the IG. I am Caroline Middlefit on IG. Yeah. So, um, again, we will be here weekly. And um, if you have any ideas for any podcast that you want to hear about, then let us know. And we would be happy to do that for you. Make it happen. So thanks for listening. And we will see you on the next one.